0: Are you ready, Christine? I'm ready. Are you ready, Ma? Yes, I am. This is a story now.
1: This story takes place in Homesdale, Pennsylvania.
2: Oh, who knew? I thought you were in, in New Jersey.
1: Jersey. I thought you were in New York, upstate New York. What? But- the phone number she writes on the little girls cast. Mm. Area code 717. The first three are 854. Those are for York, Pennsylvania. Ah. Mm. Well, my phone number is from
2: Charlotte.
0: But this was back when there Yeah, uh, you had to change your number.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
0: It wasn't when- even a cell phone. It was this is my portable
1: phone. Yeah. <laughs> You had to pull the antenna out with your teeth. Eight years ago, Samantha Kane lost her memory. And since then, she has built a new life, even though disturbing flashes of memory and strange, seemingly innate skills haunt her. We are doing 1996, The Long Kiss Goodnight. Ridiculous.
0: I am going to, at some point, refer to this film as the long kiss goodbye.
1: Me too.
2: (laughs) I kept thinking the last kiss goodnight.
0: I kept saying the long kiss good... Goodbye. The long kiss goodbye. Yeah, that's... It's in my... So, I... Apologies. If you hear it, just know that I... It's my... It's been my struggle all week. The long kiss goodnight. It came out on October 11th, 1996. Really? Hmm. Yes. And I believe we saw it on October 12th or October 13th,
1: 1996. I'm sure we did. We
0: saw it in the why? theater.
1: Because it had Samuel L. Jackson in oh.
0: it. Mm-hmm. It's, and also it was a movie in 1996. I mean, we went to the movies like every weekend. Every weekend. Yeah. Directed by Renny Harlan. He's a Finnish gentleman. It is he also directed Die Hard 2, Cliffhanger, and Speechless and Cutthroat Island. Wait, can Wait. I just stop you right there? For everyone who says that Die Hard is a
2: Christmas movie, this is a Christmas movie. Way more than Die Hard. Thank you.
0: I agree. I'm I'm very I'm amused by the people who are like Die Hard's not a Christmas movie and like just the the people who are so I'm like, it takes place during Christmas. Okay, you want to call it a Christmas movie? Fine. You want to call it not a Christmas movie? Fine. I get that this was way more of a Christmas movie than I yeah. thought. But I I have a tasty titty on that. Oh, great. Oh, okay. And I'm not quite sure if Ronnie Harlan did direct Speechless. Because that was with Michael Keaton and Gina Davis. But he might not have directed it. He might have, I don't know. Or he might have just produced it. So... Sorry, I wasn't diligent in my research with that. But also, he did Cutthroat Island with Gina Davis, and that came out. Well, there's more on that later. Anyways, nerd alert in real life, Rennie Harlan was married to Gina Davis from 1993 to 1998. The marriage ended when Gina Davis filed for divorce. After her personal secretary gave birth to Rennie Harlan's first child.
1: Oh, oh wow.
0: damn. Yeah. So in like the nine months leading up to that, is it just, are you just like, that's cause that's your employee. So you can't really be like, Hey, who's the father. Right. And so then it, I don't know. That's just,
1: wow.
0: So that's drama. <laughs> That's just, that's just cold-blooded. Like, it would be cold-blooded if you found out that it was, like, any woman. But the fact that you were paying this woman, like, she was mm-hmm. your personal secretary?
1: Damn. Damn, Gina. Damn. The and sh- she saw in this film how Gina can handle herself. So. <sighs> I mean, yeah. Damn. The
0: screenplay is by Shane Black. Now, when I was in film school, Shane Black was that was a big deal. We read his screenplays. He was um I don't know who you would compare him to nowadays, but he would just like, oh, Shane Black, Shane Black. Um, he has a very like he you could tell scripts and movies that are written by Shane Black. He has like what's called Shane Blackisms or something mm-hmm. um in his scripts because a lot of times scripts are, read by just like script readers you know studios would have script readers and they were the person who would be reading the scripts and if it goes into the good pile the great pile or the Mm. trash bin and he would put in his screenplays things that you're not really supposed to do but he would get away with it it was kind of like little jokes to the person that was um, reading the scripts and the reason he did it is he said he wanted to keep the person awake and Mm You know, keep their attention and stuff. Um, and so he was able to get away with it. He also wrote Lethal Weapon, The Last Action Hero, Iron Man 3, The Nice Guys, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Other, he's written other movies besides that. But all of those movies are set at Christmas time. Interesting. So per a Guardian interview with Shane Black, he said, "Quote, Christmas represents a little stutter in the march of days, a hush." in which we have a chance to assess and retrospect our lives. I tend Mm -hmm. to think that it just informs as a backdrop. The first time I noticed this was the Three Days of the Condor, the Sidney Pollock film, where Christmas Christmas is in the background adds this Mm -hmm. really odd chilling counterpoint to the espionage plot. Hmm. And I was like, hey, we did Three Days of the Condor, yeah. And another nerd alert, he so but by, by this time he had already done like lethal weapon and stuff. So he was a big deal, big time known in the industry. And he set a record for getting four million dollars to write this film. And that mm-hmm. was a really big deal. Um. But it also would it go on to um play a role in the how this film was. Written about and discussed within the media. And also he got a lot of hate um, from just people who, you know, they weren't hating the game. They were hating the player. So yeah. he, he basically got $4 million and then it, it, he had to take a break from the big blockbuster films. I, I remember that. Um, because when I was in film school, this was in the early 2000s. So he was, it was always in the past tense of like, oh, this is what Shane Black did, and now he wasn't really doing anything because this film he had to take a break because he was getting hate from his, uh, you know, you know, like people just um, fellow writers and stuff who were like his peers. Yeah, from his peers and and being like, oh, because remember this is 1996, and in the 90s there was this weird thing. About selling out, like how dare you make <laughs> a lot of money?
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I know that's something that is gonna be weird to younger people. Of like, wait, what? But like in the '90s, that was a thing. It
1: yeah. was a
0: thing in in screenwriting. It was a thing in all of the arts and music, and especially in music and bands, and specifically bands. Like, it was, oh, you sold out. You, you signed a deal to a record, major record label. Oh, you took the money. Oh, sell out, mm-hmm. sell out. So he had to deal with that, and he just went, and he was like, I'm just going to cry into my bags of money. Bye, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. It's edited by William C. Goldenberg, who also did Argo, The Insider, and Zero Dark Thirty, to name Ooh. a few. Mm-hmm. The music is by Alan Silvestri, who, my God, what hasn't this guy worked on? He did Death Becomes Her, the Back to the Future series, Forrest Gump, like the Avengers series. His Wikipedia is broken down into decades because it's just
1: boom, wow. boom,
0: boom, oh. boom, 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 boom of, of movies. It is completely insane. Um, and the director of photography is Guillermo Navarro. who is a a Mexican man, so shout out. Um, Oh. He also was the director of photography for Pan's Labyrinth, Jackie Brown, and Hellboy, to name a few.
1: Oh. Well, he did a fine job on this one.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing. Starring Gina Davis as Charlie Baltimore... Slash Samantha Kane. She mm. was in a, a League of Their Own, Tootsie, The Accidental Tourist, Beetlejuice, and Thelma and Louise. We have Samuel L. Jackson as Mitch Hennessy. He is Mitch
1: motherfucking Hennessy. <laughs>
0: yes, I it's just Sam. Also, he's a national motherfucking treasure, Samuel uh-huh. L. Jackson. Um, the L stands for Leroy,
1: which I love. If the new dog were a male, he could be Leroy. LaWanda. <laughs> La LaWanda. Okay.
0: <laughs> um. Let's see. We have so Hughes in Do the Right Thing, Pulp Fiction, A Time to Kill, Jackie Brown, Shaft. You know him. He's Samuel L. Jackson. He needs no introduction. He, he needs nine. Now, depending on the numbers that you look at. He's either the second or the number one highest grossing actor of all time. Who's the other one in contention? I didn't look because it's him. It's Samuel Jackson. Those are the numbers I'm looking at. The one that has him number one.
1: Welcome to the Bush family.
0: He's number one. Yeah. Uh, if you go in and look at his movies, I mean, he's been in all those Avengers movies. <laughs> you yeah. know? Like he's been in all these things. He has been in diehard films. He's been the man. You know what? He knows how to do. He knows how to be a bad motherfucker and make money. That's what he knows how and to do. And be
1: funny. He knows how to be funny whilst being a bad motherfucker. If you're a true bad motherfucker, that means you're
0: funny too. It it goes in. It gets it's it's part of the equation. We have Patrick Molahide as Perkins. He was the principal in Billy Elliot. He was also in Cutthroat Island. And he was also Lord Balan Greyjoy in Game of Thrones.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I did not make that connection. I didn't okay. either. Because okay.
0: you, you could tell me. I, I watched all of Game of Thrones. Yeah, Can't but I didn't know anybody's you. name. <laughs> no, I have no idea. We have Greg B. Be- Birko as Timothy, he was in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Dickie Roberts colon Former Child Star, Scary Movie 4, and Nerd Alert. He was the original choice to play Chandler Bing on Friends. Oh my gosh. And he turned it down. And Hank Azaria and Matthew Perry, R.I.P., both were like, no, what are you doing? Don't turn this down. And
1: he turned it down. Wow. Well, I'm glad he did. Because I think the only Chandler Bing is Matthew Perry. And I hope that he's... I mean, he, he's been very successful and done very
0: successful things. and Right. So maybe he was just like, you know what? That...
1: I don't it, need all that all that money and attention. I'm gonna get and money for the rest of my life. I want to, you know, like challenge myself with something. But that like, it, that's the thing about it is like he if he had had it,
0: maybe it wouldn't have, you know, not not a diss on him. It sounds like a hard diss on a man. I'm no, I'm just saying, just the way the things happen, the way right. the way the ball bounces, you know. So make and. Maybe he's like, you know what? It worked out the perfect way uh-huh. that it needed to. Because maybe because Well he friend did- yeah, what if he had been in it and Friends had tanked? That's, exactly. yeah That's what I was saying. The
2: chemistry
1: was off. It just Yeah. So there we have it. We
0: have Brian Cox as Nathan. We
1: did indeed.
0: He was in Rushmore, Braveheart, The Born Identity, and of course, Succession. We have David Morse as Luke slash Daedalus. Indeed, yep. He was in Saint Elsewhere. Yes,
1: he was.
0: Yes. Mm -hmm. He was also in Twelve Monkeys and The Green Mile and many many other things. Mm -hmm. And finally, we have Yvonne Zima. She was Caitlin, the little girl. And as soon as I saw her, I was like, I know that face. Like I saw her. I thought she was the little girl from Matilda because Matilda also came out in
2: 1996. Yeah,
0: but no, that's she's not. I, I did that thing where, you know, there are certain actors and you'll like, you might have like a reaction, like, I don't like this person. And you're like, wait, I don't know this. Like, why Mm -hmm. am I having, I had this feeling of animosity towards this little girl. And I'm like, why am I, why do I have this feeling of animosity towards this, this little girl? Like there's, there's some sort of connection that I have with her. Well, she played Dr. Green's daughter, Rachel in ER And I remember I couldn't stand her. (laughs) What?
1: Oh, my God. Uh,
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. I knew I'd seen her before. Yeah. Okay. I was like, oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Wow. And she Um, was very pouty in this, too. I mean, uh, later she had reasons to be, but okay.
2: (laughs) Are you kidding me? She was very pouty in
1: this? Well oh. before before the shit hit the fan, she was kinda of pouty. Oh. Teeny. Felt like. Just just you wait. What? Just it all makes sense. <laughs> There's something coming.
0: Very up. pouty? Oh yeah. my god. Wow. You must have had a tough childhood. Growing up in that house. You are not allowed to whine <laughs> in this house. But she was a te- she was an elementary school teacher. She put up with that. She got paid to put up with that. Yeah, okay, it makes. She I sense. really didn't kid. put
1: up with it. <laughs> I would tell them, I cannot understand you. I cannot help you if you don't stop crying.
2: That you yeah. have to okay. talk to me when I you're not crying. That. that would be me.
1: Yeah. yeah I, mean- I mean, come on. I want to help you. Now, shovel the shit. Let's blow the nose and tell me what happened. Yeah, please wipe your nose. That's disgusting. Oh. I can't look at that. Oh. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, very disgusting. Oh. Uh, also, it's hilarious. Of like, I can't understand you when you're crying. That's why I don't try to talk when I cry. I know I cannot speak while I'm crying. So I will just be silent uh, until I catch my letters again. Um, She was also in Heat, Iron Man 3, and she played Daisy Carter in The Young and the Restless. Christine, didn't you watch The Young and the Restless? Yeah, I mean, but how long? Who's Daisy Carter? Well, she how was long in. was her run? I don't know. I mean, like, That's she her- been, yeah,
2: my, yeah, I do love the Young and the Restless is my soap, is my stories. But I have to tell you, I go in phases where I'll watch every day for like three years. And then I don't watch for six years. But when you come back, it's all the same.
1: You it picks right back up, you yeah, totally do. Um, mine happened to leave network t- television, so uh, there you go, yeah, all ours are gone. um, but yeah,
0: I don't know because I and I didn't write down the dates. i I wondered how far back did you start watching Young and the Restless? Uh, when I was at like two thousand eight. Oh, so. so maybe this was before then. Mm-hmm. She's also been in Our Flag Means Death, and so I'm like, hmm, but there's a like a lot of Whoa, a lot of dirt wait. going on. Daisy Carter returns to what? Raise Hell. This was from June
2: twentieth, twenty twenty three. What's this girl's name again? Yvonne Zima,
0: Zima, Z I M A.
1: Wasn't that an alcoholic drink? Zima? Yeah. yeah, Zima.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they
1: tried to bring it back recently. I think. It was nasty,
0: <laughs> because if it isn't what it, Dom Perignon or Hendrix, get it the fuck away from me. It's Ma's official. <laughs> Am I wrong? We must. We or, must have our still. Oh I should have no, She debuted during the episode
2: airing on October 30th, 2009, under an mm-hmm. alias. I think Daisy. Was- yes! yes. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God, she drugged Daniel and then made him believe he was sleeping with his then wife. And then I think she got pregnant by him. It was crazy. Okay, I remember Daisy.
1: Do they have a picture of older Daisy? I want to see her when she's a little grown up.
0: Oh, okay. She yeah. literally looked exactly the same with a blonde hair. Wow, wig. she looks awful with blonde hair.
1: Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good look.
2: Yeah, she he became pregnant with this child know. and gave birth to the girl. However, she later abandoned her in a church, and the child was placed in an illegal adoption ring. Mm. Hate it when that happens. To be
1: visited ten years in the future.
2: Yeah, well, apparently she's back. Oh yeah, there you go. Oh, I gotta get. A, I gotta get back into it.
1: Oh. <laughs> Lucky Adam.
2: I don't have time. That's the problem. You know, maybe
0: not now. But maybe in I might have some
2: commuting time in the
1: future, so that would be something. There you go. No, you're right. You're welcome. Sort of sounded like you wanted her to off him to me. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, I was He's a... No,
2: I can't take care of two
1: dogs by myself. That's right. That's right. Okay. Daisy.
2: I know she is a Daisy. We did listeners, we brought home a new dog yesterday. We're we're trying her out. She should work out. Daisy. But she she is a Daisy. But Daisy, I feel like if you googled the top 20 dog names, Daisy okay. would be up there.
1: What about Winnie? Winnie, the Pooh. She's mm-hmm. gonna poo a lot.
2: She has only had one since we got her, so <laughs> She's uh, she's still
1: got a nervous so, tummy. Yeah. She's a
0: lady. Look at her, had a true yeah. lady. I don't poop;
1: it just evaporates. I don't know. I like Daisy. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll be back. Iron All you. through the podcast, we are going to be trying out names. Yeah. So if you
2: hear random female, like, random lady
0: names pop up, like Lawanda that I mentioned earlier, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: and those are the particulars. I will set the table. The movie starts with picture montages of a normal family life interspersed with guns, knives, and bullets. We see Samantha practicing her signature as Charlene Charlie Elizabeth Baltimore. It is Christmas time, and Samantha Sammy is in. <laughs> The Holmesdale Christmas Parade is Mrs. Claus. She explains that she was two months pregnant when she was found on a beach in New Jersey. Everything's legal in New Jersey. (laughs) Without memory. She is suffering from focal retrograde amnesia. What could go wrong? This is such a good movie, guys. It's such a good movie. It is. It's available with
0: commercials on Pluto TV, free. I think well, it's available have... on HBO Max,
1: too. What? I didn't, well, I don't know. We paid for it on Prime, and then. I paid for it on Apple TV, and uh, worth every penny. hmm So we're the POC, and we have a, the, the male lead is a POC. Mm-hmm. And we have many uh, people of color in the. There are a lot of crowd scenes, and we have people of color there. None. Uh, I. now I. I could be wrong about this, but I didn't feel like any of the bad guys were people of color.
0: Well, I mean, the the bad guy oh. they were trying to pin everything on, like the. Yeah, I mean, the MacGuffin. Not well, Mitch. No, but I'm talking about the member, like the whole, the whole MacGuffin of the thing. Oh yes, 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 that is they put, true. They yes. put they a um a Muslim man in because they were going yes. to oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, they a- were
2: trying to say Mitch was bad.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I have three. I just have. Well, I guess it should be four. But that guy, he was. He didn't have any lines. He his character was already dead. Yeah. But I guess I'll go four then. But I have Mitch, his ex wife, and his kid
1: his ex-wife priceless. I mean, she had maybe a line, facial expressions, oh are yeah. everything. so good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's that's what I have. So we are to cast.
2: I had that I ra- I saw a couple things saying that cause it didn't do well in the box office, right? Yeah, um, saying that. Because there was a female lead, and I would venture to say the two leads were a female and a black man. So I don't know. Who knows what validity there is to that? But yeah, well, well then there. we
1: need to, yeah relook at it because it. I remember. So, I thought they had
0: great chemistry too. I thought they were great together. So good. The whole thing. It's so much fun. I remember when we went to see because we did not go see. I don't think we went to see Cutthroat Island because that had just I don't been, remember
1: Cutthroat Island. Yeah.
0: Right. No. I the thing I remember about Cutthroat Island is how much of a bomb it was. Like it was like Water World, where that's what you remember of it, although we did go see Water World in the theater. Um We saw everything. But not Cutthroat Island. Um yeah. True. But that came out before this. And because Rennie Harlan was in a relationship with Gina Davis, also, Gina Davis, if you look on her IMDb, she was on a tear. Mm-hmm. I mean, she had won an Academy Award for Best Supporting Actress in The Accidental Tourist. Mm-hmm. She had done A League of Their Own, she had done Thelma and Louise. I mean, she had been in Beetlejuice. Like, she was just boom, 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 boom. So she was like, excuse me, she was Gina fucking Davis by this point. And then she was married to this Finnish director guy who did Die Hard 2. And, you know, so they were this big, big big-time power couple. And they leveraged that up in Hollywood. And they made Cutthroat Island. And that would be an interesting movie to watch because I'm sure it's
1: not as bad as... Well, it was supposed to be, like, uh, the blockbuster of blockbusters.
0: Right, and then it came out, and it wasn't that great. Or, or who knows, like, the, the, the press it didn't turned do- on it. Right, and so right. it, it did horrendously awful. And then the follow-up was this film, and you had what I already mentioned, like, with Shane Black and stuff and all of that. So it just felt like there were a lot of people who in the press were... um a fool me once kind of thing so they were like oh we heard about this and then i remember when we went to see it because of course it was samuel jackson so we went to see it and coming out and being like what they what are they smoking this was fun oh my gosh So good and then they did
1: i mean i did like because i liked
0: that they
2: well i saw there's a blog that I read. Erin, did you read this one? It was like the first thing that came up when you searched the long kiss, what is it called? The long kiss goodbye racism. I did your Google search. No, I didn't do that Google (laughs) search. So there's this blog Planet Jinxatron. So we're not talking about a news source, but she. I don't know who this person is, but um, they brought up uh, well, a couple of things about Samantha being a woman. So um, it's a compelling story about well-developed characters played by talented actors it's also a kick-ass action movie um, she's one of the ones that said i hate to draw conclusions that it didn't do well at the box office because the star is a woman but who knows it contains the best takedown of a man cat calling a woman that i've ever seen honestly it should be required viewing during discussions about street harassment um, i hope someone got that quote because i didn't
0: Oh, that's what that. I didn't understand what that was, but then it's come back to me. Yeah, when they when they were um there was a woman running down yeah. the street and the, I
1: yes
0: yes. I think I blocked that out because it's so um like you know teeny. It's like oh, uh, it just it gets me. It just it's like I don't hear a lot of it because I I turn it off and I actually like. Not that many people are out when I'm out and about, (laughs) but man, if it does happen, like I'll do, I just stare at, use my dead shark eyes and I just, mm -hmm. I just make eye contact Mm -hmm. and just keep eye contact Mm -hmm. and it freaks people out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I just stare blankly with dead eyes. Yep. Uh, Then they said, um,
2: more importantly, the film never says that Samantha can't be who she is because she's a woman. When the characters react with a shock to finding out about her past, it's not, but you're a girl, or but you're so little, or but you're a mom. There's plenty of other reasons why it's bizarre to discover that the, to discover that the neighborhood fourth grade teacher and PTA member is a trained assassin, so there's no need to resort to outdated gender stereotypes. Um, and I like that they just, like, let her pick up, like, where she was. It was like, oh, shit, I could use a knife, and, like, It wasn't like, I'm a teacher doing this. Or like, I'm a mom, you know? She like really just like picked it up. Um, And then then it said, uh, race is brought up very explicitly. Police arriving at Samantha's house in response to a violent disturbance immediately and obviously focus their suspicions on Mitch. Um, Mitch makes comments like the white lady seducing the colored help and the half joke about Miss Daisy when Samantha orders him around. Uh, The film's creators make I mean, they addressed his race in the movie instead of just casting him and they pretending like it would never come up. Um, but still gave him character, some characteristics that consider negative. He was kind of like, you know, he had to play the deadbeat dad. Um, and he was like running like a hustling ring to, you know, hustling these people to get money. Um, but spoiler alert, he lived. I thought for sure. I was like, when they started going in there, I was like, please don't let him die. Please don't let I him
0: know, die. I know. Yeah. It, it, yeah. So all of those things that I have something later on that. Um. Yeah. Also finding out that he was in cast. Finding out that he was a like he was a cop, but he was also a bad cop.
1: Mm-hmm. and how up.
0: yeah and then how anytime like they got captured charlie would get stripped to like a tank top
2: mm-hmm. but
0: mitch was like still fully clothed even mm-hmm. had his jacket on and a hat um and then later he's stripped and he's completely naked and hogtied and it was. And he's looking at like this dungeon y place. But meanwhile, Brian Cox's character gets killed with his belt on and still has his gun in his crotch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, well, of course, you got to strip the black man yeah. naked and mm-hmm. hog tie of it and stuff. Um, and then also, Mitch's privates were always being kicked and shot at. Just always trying to take the black man mm-hmm. down. Um, this is from. Spoiler alert, Samuel L. Jackson wants a sequel to The Long Kiss Goodnight by Sari Hirsch. Oh. I mean, so, he said it was his favorite movie
1: uh-huh. that he
0: worked on. He did. In real life, this is how Samuel L. Jackson got the part because in real life, Sam he read the script and he wanted to audition for the film. He wanted to read to play Mitch. And his people told him they won't, they won't see you. He wasn't even allowed to even audition. And he happened to run into Rennie Harlan and Gina Davis at a oh party. God. And he went up to Rennie Harlan and he, ha- he just straight up asked him. He was like, why won't you let me read for your, th- your movie? Oh, shit. And Rennie Harlan was like, let you read for my movie? And he said, Earl Jackson says, yeah, The Long Kiss good night." And Rennie Harlan said, you want to be in it? And so Jackson was like, yeah. Motherfucker, I added that. But <laughs> <laughs> you know he said it. Yeah, I want to be in it. And Renny Harlan was like, "All right, you're in the movie." And then <laughs> Samuel Jackson, said, wait, 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 what? Huh? And t- sure enough, he put him in the movie. Man, that so, happens all the time
2: in uh, work, at work, like corporate America.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Oh well,
2: they didn't. Well, they don't
0: want you. They didn't know you were mm-hmm. interested.
1: Exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. So then uh, it. Luckily, there was the interviewer give a follow up question because they were like, so like, why weren't you allowed to read for the part? And this quote, this is what he said, quote, because there was a greater romantic thing happening between Mitch and Charlie Baltimore. He literally fucked her in the first script or she fucked him. She gets off of that wheel after killing that dude, and she finds me down in the basement, and I'm freezing. In the original script, she strips herself naked and wraps herself around me.
2: Well, that would have been a terrible part of that movie anyway. I know.
0: Right.
1: But I enemies. did
2: wonder if they were going, like, as soon as they started, when they were in the car, I was like, are they going to fall in love? Like,
0: No,
1: you know
2: how I knew Because yeah. he's
0: black. <laughs> it knew- was
2: 1996.
0: It's only been. Well, you know that made it a better movie anyway. I do. Like, at first I was like, "Oh man, damn!" But then when he described them, like in the original script, when they they have their love scene, I'm like, "But that doesn't that Thank God that somebody, makes no sense. Yeah, that made no sense whatsoever. But yeah, like we we weren't getting um a biracial families. It, it, that was no, like, 2019, like two years ago. In the yeah, course. and <laughs> now. You can't find a commercial where there isn't a biracial family. Have you yeah, noticed that now?
2: Most, it's the hottest thing for commercials. Everything. Because you get You're to problem. we should try to get into commercials.
1: Get extra money. Yeah. Know. The old you- farts versus the young Yeah.
2: We don't have any kids in the family. They don't like that.
1: Yeah, because yeah, see true. that's that's why. But we that's could do dog a commercial. Yeah, we could do dog commercials. Yeah, that's with true. Winnie.
2: <laughs> Daisy. What is that one?
0: Daisy. Daisy. Vanessa. <laughs> um Oh, yeah, we actually
2: we already have a Vanessa. Um. She's our outside cat. Mm.
0: Oh,
2: okay. But we did think about that. Okay. I texted one of my friends who's having a baby and I said I don't know how you it's not easy. How do you pick up, a, pick out a name for a baby? It's not and easy. she said, we, yeah, we have a name picked out for a boy. And that's what makes me feel like it's 100% going to be a girl. Exactly. <laughs> and every girl name, I either know someone with that name or I hate someone with that name. Exactly. So.
0: Also, don't tell, like,
1: once they pick the name, don't tell anybody the name. Right. Especially teachers. Don't ever tell teachers the name you want to name your baby because they got stories. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there's no Andrews (laughs) in this family. No Andrews. No No Ryan. Ryan. No Ryan's. Never a Ryan. When I was pregnant with Adam, I went to Fort Belvoir. Maybe I was, let's say, seven have months one pregnant. In my, uh, can. <laughs> and. Um, oh,
2: did I not mute myself?
1: No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, no. And
2: I'm so sorry you heard Adam taking all of his jackets off and everything. I um. <laughs> so there was
1: this, there was a nurse there, uh, a woman of color who started nursing in 1952, the year I was born. And um, this was 1984. But if she chose to, she would hold your hand for like a minute and then tell you the sex of your baby and she was like 99% accurate. And when I was pregnant with Adam I thought I carried him the same way I did Aaron. I was sure it was a girl. And she said you're going to have a boy. And I went oh, wow I guess we better start thinking of boy names. (laughs) also i
0: you were relieved because i had made it known oh
1: yes you did <laughs> don't bring a girl in this house okay uh so erin uh other cast well no that was just just the cast of i think
0: teeny did a really good job of yeah i agree i all of that up and how it, and you know how they, they weren't gonna be together and this and even though they had romantic chemistry and stuff like that, because you know they America. would have been
1: a nice looking right. couple though. They would have, but then I wanted her back with her husband at the end. I wanted no, he, him seemed
2: nice. like a, he seemed like a square to me.
1: Yeah, come on. There's yeah, there's a lot of questions there, for me. Okay, so we are two nerd alerts, and I have two. Ooh. Mm. Look at us surprising you today. I, I really know. know. <laughs> in 2000, Gina Davis, at the age, well, before that, at the age of 41, she took up the um, a sport of archery. And in oh. 2000, she nearly, she went to the Olympic trials to qualify. What? I mean, that's a, yeah. at 41, she took up the sport, what? and she was able to go to The qualifying trial, qualify- yeah. The Olympic yeah. trial, well, For remember the- when we did a
0: league of their own? How it was, um, she's just one of those people. Like, first of all, she's extremely smart, like Mensa, she's in Mensa, Mensa. so she's highly intelligent. And when we were doing a league. 140 of their- IQ, I don't see, I'm not even smart
1: enough to understand. Well, what the 100 matter. is the median, what's the top? Well, I don't know if we go that high. I guess you're not in Mensa. 140 is. Pr- I I don't. This is not our first clue, Christine. This is not <laughs> our first clue. How do you take that test? I don't it, want to take it. Standard- I don't want to know how. It's if a standardized I'm intelligence test, which that's is terrible. That's is biased bad, that's against, so against so many groups of people.
2: I'm such a bad test taker. I've always have been, and I had. A thing at work recently, and uh part of my job sometimes I have to know numbers or like recite numbers, talk about numbers. Ooh. And finally, I have a new boss. And finally, I looked at him one day and I had to say, I got something to tell you. I'm not good at memorizing numbers. When the time comes and I need them, I will have them prepared. But go. I do not memorize numbers. I can right. he was like, We'll get you there. And I was like, I- I mm, nah. don't think you will. I don't think that's in the cards for me. It's just not no. not a thing. Memorize I'm gonna is have not... it
1: available
2: when yeah. I need it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Gina Davis, I just looked up pictures of her doing archery. She still
0: looks she looks like such a badass. Yeah. She is such a like she's just she's... one of these people who can do anything that they put their yeah. mind to. Exactly.
1: Exactly. I wanna be Gina Davis. Don't we all? <laughs>
0: At the end, don't we all?
1: Mensa is the top 2% of the entire population based on a standardized intelligence test, which is biased against... The top 2% in taking that test. Mm -hmm. 2% of the people who take that test, which everybody takes in elementary school at some point.
0: Oh, then I guess, man... Oh, because I couldn't read in elementary school. So they, if I'm taking a standardized test that I couldn't read, that's why they thought I, oh.
1: I went in and fought for you in third grade in Kansas. I said, this score says that she wouldn't be able to work the blue light special at Kmart. And that's not what we're dealing with here, just so you know.
0: Wow, isn't that crazy how like, they do? I mean, I'm not Mensa, I'm not a genius or no, anything, but you but... are
1: magna cum laude from Drexel University. Oh, magna cum laude,
2: yes, it
1: is. yeah, that's what happens when you're a film major, <laughs> you, you get to at okay, that part. I mean, I to take other legitimate college courses but it it also trust me that standardized test said that you were
0: yeah because it's a standardized test that you have to read and I couldn't read so if you can't read and you have to take a test I didn't know what I was answering that's why it's hilarious about the test I'm sure that we talked about it more in A League of Their Own about
1: um, how smart she is how amazing she is true treasure Mm-hmm. Gina Davis. Erin, too. Erin is a true treasure as well. Okay. Okay. Does anybody else have any nerd alerts? Those were my two.
0: So, I have the top five films that came out in 1996 were The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Or, I'm sorry, Notre Dame. The Disney. The cartoon. Yeah. Oh, the cartoon. Oh, so, May- not, so May- May- rough here for movies. <laughs> well, number four was The Rock. Wait, that was uh, Sean Connery uh, trying to the, escape from Alcatraz. Yeah, the rock yeah. is fun. Yeah. Mission Impossible, the first one. Okay. Yeah.
1: Those are oh, well. always good, even Hell, though
0: Teeny Tina, Tina doesn't like.
1: I don't either. but yeah, I that do was like before Mission he Impossible. was
0: off the rails, though. Okay. Yeah. Is are you counting off the rails as the couch? It's
1: pretty couch. Yes, it's post couch.
2: Okay. PC. Pre PC. couch and post couch. Oh, PC and
1: PC. Right. right.
0: Number two was Twister. Oh, was I fun. did that with her. Mm-hmm. And the number one film of 1996 was Independence Day.
1: Okay. Now, there you go. That was,
0: that was, the, uh... I have to talk about
2: another film from
1: 1996.
2: Mm hmm. Um, we
1: you were nine years old in 1996, right? Nine.
2: Just counting on her fingers. Nine. Yes, <laughs> yeah. nine. Not Mensa. Uh <laughs> She was nine. Okay. Yeah. Um. So I have to talk about it. No, I don't. It was not from 1996. It's from, <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: from 1984. It's... <laughs>
1: Well, that's that's way before you. were. now we have to, you to tell
0: before. us what it is. <laughs> now we have to know. I don't know why this is.
2: is in my brain. that This movie came out in 1996. Oh, Matilda, that's why. Oh, Matilda, also, great yeah. movie. But what a movie I was thinking of um, was Gremlins, another great Christmas movie. We started watching Gremlins last night. Oh man,
1: ten out of ten. I, don't I haven't seen, seen it, it. it since back You've in the day. Never seen it. Back in the day. I was you said oh, We middle. don't have any more
2: Christmas movies for the year, do we? It's, we were watching it last night. It's like very Christmas forward and a lot of fun.
1: We may have to watch a Christmas
0: Eve. Yeah, it's oh, very it fun. Nice. I also, I think that Waiting for Guffman came out in 1996. Speaking of, last week we did Best in Show. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Um, The Oscars. Best Oscars. Pictures. Yeah. Shine. Never heard of it. It was with
1: Jeffrey Rush.
0: And he was, I don't know. He was that, something.
1: It, very British. Very, yeah. very, uh, over my eyebrow. Uh, 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 over my
0: eyebrows. Secrets and Lies. It was a Mike Lee film. Also very. Jerry Maguire. Mm. Fargo.
1: Oh, is that your accomplice in The <laughs> Chipper Shredder? Oh. Okay close it wasn't close it wasn't The it wasn't probably the words are wrong too i can do way better but i'm not okay move on you're just yes ending. and the best
0: picture winner the english patient i did love the english patient
1: was so, it like three days long though It was
0: a long movie
1: i don't know i never
0: saw the english patient i read the script for school Mm-hmm. No. Don't remember anything because again I read it and now I don't remember. It. If I'd seen it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I see it, mm-hmm.
0: Juliette Binoche maybe. Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Kristen with all the Kristen Scott Stewart, yeah. Thompson Scott, Thompson. Scott yeah. Mm-hmm. So what was the world? What was going on in the world in 1996? October. Uh, well, I was nine, clearly. Nine-year-old Christine. Um. A cargo plane crashes into a crowded market in the center of the capital city of the Democratic Republic of Congo. Ooh. 300 people die. I it was wild because in this movie the whole the yeah, movie was that going to be
1: a bomb. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: this really happened in real life. It's the deadliest crash in African history. Just the whole oh, continent wow. of Africa, deadliest crash. It's only surpassed as far as more ground fatalities. The only other thing that had more ground fatalities than this accident was 9-11. Oh, my God. So there were two Russian pilots who were convicted of manslaughter regarding this crash. What happened was the plane was overloaded. So I don't know if you know this about um, flying and whatnot. It's very science-y it's uh very uh, formulated very
1: important
0: numbers are very important because you have to have the speed in order to maintain lift and it has to do with how much something weighs so it is very extremely dangerous to have planes that are overloaded that's Mm. what took out aliyah rip that plane Mm. was overloaded like it's very dangerous to have a plane that's overloaded that's why when you know, you have to pay. They, they weigh your suitcases and stuff because they have to. Well, why do I, have, but if I can pay extra and still put it on there, then why is it an issue? Well, I don't know. Because they want
1: more money, but they need to know. They need to have so like. that a, way,
0: because that way you won't do it because you're going to pay But they more don't money. weigh
1: the people yet, but that's probably coming I,
0: I don't know. I just know that this was well, this was like a cargo plane also. So, two Russians were convicted of manslaughter. The plane was overloaded. It was also using fake clearance papers, which means that this was an illegal flight.
1: Oh, and
0: there you go. it was rumored to be taking weapons to Angola. Oh. So, what basically happened is that they had this plane it, full full tank of gas so that's flammable, reported to be carrying weapons that's all flammable it was the runway that it was on was a very short runway and it was flying and it got enough speed where it was able to achieve lift so it was able to Mm -hmm. lift up but it wasn't able to get the nose up because it was too fucking heavy and it overshot the runway and in the middle of the day went crashing into a (laughs) Of bustling, like it was like the center of the biggest city. Um, so then that ignited and everything just ignited. So that I just thought that that was crazy that that happened and I had never heard of it. And yet, like what this whole movie was basically about, although in this movie, the plan is to detonate the bomb at midnight in the middle of the town square because it's not even New Year's Eve. So, why would you do it at midnight? Yeah, c- there's not going to be that many people there. Exactly! What terror are you... Okay, anyway, I guess that's just, like, the CIA for being dumb.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, in
0: 1996, this goes back to what we were about in 2000, in Best in Show, serious fighting breaks out between Russians and Chechenian soldiers. Mm. So, you can find out what happened in that in Best in Show. In 1996, Yasser Arafat is re-elected president of the Palestinian Authority. And then later in the year, um, there was a bunch of suicide bombs that went off in Israel and killed a bunch of Israelis. And Hamas was like, yes, that's us. We did that. And then Benjamin Netanyahu became the first Israeli prime minister directly elected by popular vote. Mm. It was just crazy how... Like 1996 and still hearing the yep. same people involved. Mm-hmm. Um, Tupac is killed in 1996. Wow. Ooh, yeah. And then finally, this was a little, little tidbit that I thought was very interesting and you'll hear why. Because every time I get to shoehorn it in, I will shoehorn this in until more people know about it. Rene Preval succeeds Jean Bertrand Aristide as president of Haiti. In 1996, this is the first peaceful handover of power since the nation achieved its independence and France got away with what Planet Money called <laughs> the greatest heist in history in 1804. This is, remember, this is um where Haiti had to pay French slaveholders and their descendants that includes descendants going to today or th- their descendants in today's money the equivalent of 30 billion dollars in reparations slaveholders yes the slaveholders because yes. Haiti yes. had the audacity to decide that they were free they were no longer going to be slaves get the fuck out of here France comes back with all this Literally at gunpoint, I mean, not literally because literally it wasn't literally, but there's a whole bunch of ships out on the horizon. And the French said, you need to pay us this amount of money. And that amount of money is today you would be, they would say, you need to pay us $30 billion in reparations because that is the amount of money that we are losing by you no longer being our property. That
1: money is not being able to sell you anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. And you work for free so that we can make money. Mm -hmm. That's 10 times the amount of money that the United States paid France for the Louisiana Purchase that doubled the size of the United States. Mm. It's interesting because Louisiana Purchase was mentioned in the latest Napoleon film, but maybe Haiti gets mentioned in the four-hour cut. That yeah about April because yeah. there you know, was we can cut that stuff there was no mention of Haiti whatsoever. um mm. it took Haiti hundred twenty two years to pay off and they did that money, even though it wasn't right so when you you it's easy to read like oh wow, in nineteen ninety six that was the first peaceful holdover of power. like look a little deeper. Into anytime Haiti comes up, look a little deeper into it. I I brought this, I this randomly came up at Thanksgiving and my friend's wife Christine shout out. She was like, I had never heard of that. I was uh-huh. like, I know. That's why I take every mention that I can. It's just funny, funny how reparations go, isn't it, folks? Yeah.
1: So those that w- those are the nerd alerts. So now we are to negative reheatables. Running into a deer is the worst with your oh, your car. Yeah, I did it, it once. It, it so really dangerous. Is. Yeah, lot of, it, I just it,
2: like I just like bopped it. Like I saw it in my, enough in advance. Like my car wasn't damaged. He ran off. I ran off. But
1: yeah, scary. It is so scary and so horrible for the deer. Um, I mean, shout out to her. Yeah. Because okay. she did the right thing. Yeah. But she knew how to break that deers. Yeah. yeah. 1996 computers. <laughs> oh, God. Man. Oh, man. Uh, not knowing your right from your left, when she had to keep saying to Samuel L. Jackson, your other left, your other left. Oh, no. yeah. I know what that's like, and it's not nice. It's, it, it's an issue. Those are my negatives. Um,
2: I saw a thing the other day that was like, remember when you had to be like, oh, I'm gonna go get on the computer now. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I'm on the phone. Um, the paper with the little rivets in it that had to go through the printer. Yeah, I, know even yeah
2: know about I do that. know what you're talking about. I do know that. Um, I have amnesia as a negative. Although sometimes I think it would be a positive. But
0: overall, all a negative.
1: Yeah.
0: I have a few questions. The whole amnesia thing brought up a few questions. Now I know that this is being that this is a movie and you like suspend disbelief and stuff. But mm-hmm. I was curious. So how did she get her teaching certificate? And then I'll be honest, this well, time, it wasn't like she was teaching in like a big city. Like that yeah, like the whole well, town knew each other. You could just walk hear me up out. And- they did. But they only knew her she showed up 8 years ago and didn't remember anything. So then it's like okay, she took her GED. So then it makes me wonder, and I didn't look into this, so it probably gets explained, but the whole thing about amnesia, she doesn't remember who she is, but she can remember the stuff from, like, high school, so she can take a GED. Or then did she have to study? And then I thought it seemed odd that they would allow a woman who has no past and no transcripts or nothing at all to teach kids. And then I had to stop the film and rewind it because I got on
1: this whole thinking tangent of, like, wait a second. It was 1996. I don't think I was fingerprinted.
2: They just forget events from their past.
0: Oh, so they just still remember uh, knowledge. Different,
2: uh-huh. yeah. Like, um, I'm the just severity saying- depends on the cause, and there's a bunch of different types of amnesia. So one of the types is the retrograde amnesia, and you forget events from your past, but you can still remember like. Probably how to do some things.
1: She definitely could remember An- how to anterogre-
2: do some things. Anterograde amnesia means that the person can't learn anything new, while retrograde amnesia means they forget events from their past. In mild cases, such as those caused by concussion, the person can't recall the blow to the head or their recovery time, but the rest of the memory is intact. Infantile amnesia, or the inability to remember anything at all from the first few months or years of life, is universal. Well, okay. We all have amnesia,
0: is what I just learned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: But
0: okay, like I understand that, but then it's the the credentials part of mm-hmm. like then the okay, like you go into the DMV. You have <laughs> yeah, and
1: you have to have have a college degree to be right. a teacher. Right, and she so didn't you- know who she was, so how right. did she get her college degree? She didn't even know her her real name. Yeah,
2: like it'd be really, it would have been much more believable. if She was just like a clerk at a grocery store.
1: Yeah, but they
0: needed to have her have to, to really emphasize that nurturing, like motherly mm-hmm. aspect, mm-hmm. as opposed to the assassin. I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I care. Le- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you went down a rabbit hole, and I, know, I, I as a former educator, just let that go. It's like, yeah. hey, she wants to do this torture, yeah. let her do it. Man, anybody who signs up for this, let them do it, cause you're not going couple years you just wait people they ain't gonna be no teachers Mm-mm. um blood soaked carrots that's
2: kind of gross when she was cutting herself <laughs> and she was. he was like let me get you a, a towel and
1: she was like no you'll just eat it with my blood on it gross
0: yeah i mean
1: you've all eaten things with your mother's blood on it trust me
0: i know but you're my mother and that you don't tell was... me
1: yeah no i, I don't tell you <laughs>
0: So Shower, um, shovel sh- it in and on Christmas, Christmas. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I get that, yeah, ew, okay. A positive,
1: Um, going to have some A positive coming.
2: <laughs> Here I get her. that she's a trained assassin and probably has like, is able to block out some sort of pain, but showering with those open wounds, you can't tell me she wouldn't be making a face.
1: Oh, yeah no uh-uh. she was just
0: like la da this is great yeah, yeah. in her in her body that w- was in shambles because look what sam had done yeah her, her huge ass look at
1: She's, my huge ass
0: i she let yeah. herself
1: go sam did this to me too
2: cat calling
1: yeah and then oh, yeah good
2: I have her knife skills as both a positive and a negative because they were terrifying. That's how I have as my negative. Oh my god, she went crazy with that knife.
1: Yeah. Mhm. Those are my negatives. That's what chefs do.
0: <laughs> I have. I was surprised that Samantha wasn't wearing a seatbelt. I mean, I understand it, but it's way more cinematic. She was flying out the windshield, but I was like. Mm. The Sam that I've come to know in these first few minutes seems as though she would click, click. And the Hitman
2: Sam would have probably worn one. Yes. Both of them would have probably worn a seatbelt.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, how, do, how did we feel about... I, I, I'm going back and forth. I, I guess that I'm feeling that it's probably should be at a good reheatable because I'm smiling, rem- reminiscing on this. But how do we feel about the scenes when <laughs> Charlie is like, I'm coming back.
1: <laughs> I'm coming yeah. back. Yeah. It's,
0: I don't know. But then it did make me laugh. So maybe it
1: It, it was sort was... of like a dual personality situation. Yeah. Instead of amnesia. Yeah. Like, like, like in One Life to Live, whenever Vicky would become Nikki. Uh, it was mm. it was two totally different personalities, as opposed to amnesia, where you just forgot you were a badass. Yeah, bad so. large ass. Were
0: was were, were you fine with that, Teeny? I think so. Okay. Um, I thought it was funny that when she was captured and tied to the water wheel and she was stripped down to her uh her slip, that she still was able to keep her wedding ring. Or no, yeah. It was a wedding ring. For engagement ring. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um uh, normalizing sexual violence with all of the especially there are so many references to male rape. Like
1: mm-hmm. then
0: like mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. Mitch catches the cheater. Um later somebody says grabbing my ankles on the White House lawn. Mm-hmm. In the original version of the script, Mitch was gang raped in prison yeah. and his wife refuses to let him see their son because of this. I
1: know. No. <clears throat> okay. Wait, there, I, there was just... I don't know how I would feel, but okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know. There's just, a, it was just a
1: lot of it where you're just like, again, again with the. Again. Yeah. Um... Because in Saint Elsewhere, David Morris was raped by prison inmates just just a correlation oh yeah so
0: they use that a lot in i guess like overall rape is in a lot of entertainment Use it's used a lot it is so funny i guess that goes back to the battery heatable of just normalizing sexual violence yeah Mm -hmm. exactly um i thought that this it, when i watched in the movie there's the president he makes a quip about funding he's like i chose to fund healthcare over the national intelligence and i'm like hey yeah that's great and then i went and looked up the numbers and i was like oh wow so i got the numbers for 2021 because that's the numbers that i could find in 2021 there's the intelligence budget is split there's the national intelligence budget and that in 2021 got 60.8 billion dollars and then there's the military intelligence budget, and that got $23.3 billion. So a total of $84.1 billion. Mm. And then in 2021, the government spent nearly $4.3 trillion on healthcare. Oh, God. Wow. Yeah. And that was just in 2021. It, healthcare is so expensive. It's, it's so crazy. Insane. And it's insane how much the government spends on healthcare. It's insane. Like, it's just all insane. And then I also looked up in 2021 how much the, the government spent on education. And it spent $124.3 billion. $124.3 billion on education. So, it spent more on education than it did on the
1: yeah, it's just where is that money going and it's how yeah. is it actually helping? Yeah, um, we already said
0: that, so there were a lot of references to the 1993 World Trade Center attack because mm. that's kind of what yes. the, the whole thing about in the movie, they're gonna have this bomb and they're gonna they have this dead um Muslim man and he's gonna be in it and it's gonna be this the CIA is doing this false flag thing so that they can blame money.
1: um so they get more money. Yeah,
0: so they get more money. They blame terrorists and so they get more money. And so this remember, this came out in nineteen ninety six. So it's three years after the world trade attack and it's just mm. Real bad, reheatable because you're it's like, oh, you guys thought that was bad. Mm-hmm. And then later on, they were talking about they made a reference to 4,000 dead, and it was just a lot of things. And at some point, I was like, did this movie predict 9 Because it was the the ter- like terrorist and all of that. And then when I was doing my uh, per- the particulars research, I came apart upon this. Then this is per Wikipedia, because you know that's where I get my research. <laughs> it said that in 1999, Rennie Harlan was developing an action comedy that was going to be called Nosebleed, and it was starring Jackie Chan as a window washer who foils a terrorist attack to destroy the World Trade Center. <gasps> what? Oh, that was in, it was in 1999, wow. and then it got delayed after studios. It changed studios. And then in May of 2001, it changed studios, and it was gonna, you know, go full speed ahead until, oh, uh, something happened in September. Oh my and God! And then we just like, we're not. Wow. Well, guess we're cool. not doing that movie. Yeah, but I, it just, I just thought it was crazy. And then I remember, like. I guess, like September 13th, 2001, that they were, I had heard that they were reaching out to Hollywood about like script writers and stuff and being like, hey, what are all of your craziest ideas about terrorism? And I was like, maybe you should have reached out a little bit beforehand about what to do. But I remember like just hearing a rumor about that of like the intelligence community wanting to know like, hey, what are all the craziest scenarios and Things that you've come up with in the past about what terrorists could do.
1: May I just say that through that dialogue you just had, you were like your hand <laughs> on your neck the whole time. Uh-huh. And is that's your father when <laughs> when situations are not um, particularly favorable? <laughs> yeah. yeah you were totally <laughs> I was doing that ju- yeah crazy wow that was crazy okay I
0: also don't like my neck to be touched only I can touch my neck only
1: you can touch it but yeah that was his oh my god uh, but
0: if you're going to touch it I think anything in referencing 9-11 is that is a, a, a hand yeah. automatically goes to neck <laughs>
1: <laughs> everybody in our family
0: yeah I was just like, oh man
1: Okay, so now we are to positive reheatables. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay, so this one was in both categories, the negative and the positive. Her Christmas sweater was Mm -hmm. such a fashion statement in 1996. I remember Mrs. Octavic had it. Mm -hmm. That exact one? That exact one. And you would wear it with, like, stirrup pants and your little flat uh, ballet flats. Everybody wanted that exact Christmas sweater. That was like the creme de la creme Christmas I sweater. I loved it. I never had it, but that was the cool Christmas sweater. Okay. Um... I love their house. Yeah. From the outside. I mean, I don't, from, I don't, but yeah. And going to the White House at Christmas, which I just happened to do today. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then, of course, just Samuel L. Jackson. I mean, just Samuel L. Jackson. Motherfuckers. I had Rice Krispie Treats. She was making good. She was. Desserts. And she yeah. was doing yeah. it right, too. Her yeah. hands were in there. Mm-hmm.
2: I also at her house. Yeah. I had Christmas parties. Enjoy a good Christmas party. That looked like a cozy Christmas party.
1: Didn't it? It did. Um, but that involves, I mean, then you I know my parents. My parents used to always throw a good Christmas party. We never threw a Christmas. We just, uh, I was always so selfish with my family that we always kept it just us.
0: I feel like we well, threw a Christmas... On
1: Christmas.
0: I feel okay. like it's, I mean, the Christmas party starts December 16th and it goes through the it new year. It starts
1: when you get here. I mean,
0: what are we
2: talking <laughs> about? But I remember when my parents have their Christmas party. I mean, first of all, the day of, always stressful, mom yelling.
1: Oh my God! Because <laughs> nothing the right thing. is going to get done you know, on time. We are time. not doing
2: the right thing ever. Exactly. And then one of the CD players that had—remember the old-school CD players that had like six different discs you could put on? Yes. Yes. You To load it up with one all the Christmas stuff. Right over discs. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Um. And I would always have to be in charge of. Taking everyone's belongings and putting them upstairs in my parents' room.
1: <laughs> oh, that could be a fun job. Yeah.
2: Uh, and then Christmas sweat. I have Christmas sweaters also.
1: Yeah, man, did I have some Christmas sweaters? Mm-hmm. Teaching first and second grade. Oh my god, yes. These are
2: also kind of a negative, just because everyone had them. But when those isotoner gloves were in that box. Adam was like, I always used to get my mom a pair of isotonic gloves. And I was like, I always used to get my mom a pair of isotonic gloves. Mm-hmm. And, and every mom loved. in the 90s was getting a pair of isotoner yes. gloves for Christmas.
1: Yes. They were, they loved. were awesome. Mm-hmm. I- and now they have them where you can actually use your phone with your pointer finger with a glove on.
2: Um. Her I liked her little patchwork hat she had in the end there. She I like did
1: too. A, a, a I was afraid. Patchwork it. hat. It was cute. Yeah. I With the
2: fleece wanted, and the cute. different yeah, yeah, I did too. I loved I, her style. I didn't just too. It I liked so her great. frumpy
1: style. Yeah. As well as her. I liked her curly style. hair
2: and then I liked her as a blonde.
0: She uh, could yeah. do anything she could do no yeah. wrong.
1: ass.
0: Yeah. The one what? Well, just her hair. Because I didn't have it written down anywhere and I was gonna forget. But as someone who like today cut their own hair Mm -hmm. i have to say that it's hilarious that she the the hairstyle that she cut because she had to mm -mm. she had to bust out the what are those at the back she did Mm -hmm. that at the back how'd she do that by herself and
1: clippers yeah
2: yeah because she's not someone who clearly cuts their hair a lot
1: yeah,
2: yeah, and she like it's gave true. herself a he, lot. We already she... talked about it. I know. Mena Davis is a natural at everything. Oh, that's she, true. <laughs> she could. She yeah. agree. So she could do it. You can't question that. That's right.
1: Gina, again, Gina.
2: Gina. When the one man picked them up in the car. The old man. Yes. Um, he picked up.
1: Gina and Mitch in the car. Oh, Brian,
0: Brian Cox. I was like, no yeah, and he oh, was.
1: Oh, okay, not the old man that caused the deer accident. No, 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 okay, no, no, no. Okay, okay, less old. Yeah, Bri- older Brian, than me, yeah. younger than
2: elderly. Um, they were... <laughs> You think he's younger than I am? Okay. I, don't know. I said younger than. I said younger than elderly. I didn't say your name. I'm getting in trouble. Um, they were driving a Cadillac and they had taken off the emblem on the front and put in a sticker on the back.
1: Oh, I mean,
2: that's according to Wiki Adam over here. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Wiki Adam. Oh, that's frightening.
2: I wrote SMJ outfits. Don't know what that means. Teeny notes. I don't know what that means.
1: Yes. I like somebody's outfits. Sam. Okay, okay. Oh Samuel L.
2: Jackson. Yeah. S-, S Sam
1: and and you're good with the Brian Cox because he's six years older than I okay, am. Okay,
2: I thought so. Um, Samuel L. Jackson, I loved all of his outfits. He's like fur yeah. that green yeah. fur yeah. hat. He was, yeah, he uh, yeah. was sharp.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. then
2: again, the knife skills. I would kill to cut cut carrots that fast. Oh my god. Yeah. I was cutting scallions last week and Cut part of my thumb it's off. So. Some
1: blood. Some blood went in the dish. That makes a really nice base. <laughs> it gets you iron. And it was roasted chicken, so it was just soaked all in there. It did indeed. Those were my positives.
0: I have Love it. the opening titles that you already mentioned, how it was all these things.
2: Oh, I hated those. Really? Because yeah, now- it
0: was red. All 90s action
1: movies to me. The Uh, reason
0: that I liked it, it did make me laugh. But the reason I liked it is watching it now. It seemed so slow and quaint compared to like what they do today, with everything's whizzing by. Like right, that's right. Yeah. ah, And like things are going around and spinning, and you're just like, wait, what? This was actually like, oh, okay, she's doing that. Like if you were watching it, it, it pretty much was a like showing you everything. Who like what's setting up the movie perfectly? Here's this woman. She's this family, but then she has the CIA background, and this was her the This was her backstory, but here are all these pictures of her and in, in this family and stuff, mm-hmm. and so you're kind of like, oh, and. So it was just nice that it was just so I thought slow and I'm quaint. And that, I was yeah. like, "Ah, oh, I'm learning. Look at this." Um the nice leisurely pace. I liked in the theater when I saw this film, I thought, "Oh wow. Samuel Jackson, he's He's getting kinda old. I remember thinking that when I saw this. Did like, you oh my really? Because yeah. I was saying, Oh my god, young
1: Samuel L. I know. Jackson.
0: But that's the thing. I was talking to this about Mrs. I was telling Mrs. Goldstein, shout out if you're listening. At Thanksgiving, I was saying this, except I used the example of Robert De Niro in Meet the Parents and stuff of like yes. when I when that movie first came out, Meet the Parents, it was like, oh man, Bobby's getting, He's getting old. old. Yeah. yeah. And like, this wasn't, oh, Samuel Jackson got old. It was, oh, I can see that he's gotten older. Mm-hmm. And then watching it now, I was like, oh my God, it's y- look how young he look was. Look at that
1: skin.
0: Look <laughs> at how young this man is. It's just- how old was he in this? Oh, I didn't. Oh, I'll check it up. You'll check. Um, But it, that is the thing. That's, I think, the cool thing about movies and Somebody like Cary Grant, he was always like his career was always done. So you would look and be like, oh, that's young Cary Grant, but we knew what Mm -hmm. old Cary Grant looked like. But when you're aging with the people, it's it was just funny. Like like I used the Robert De Niro example. And Mm -hmm. the same with Samuel L. Jackson, it's like you're aging with them. And then you look back, you're like, Oh my God, he was a baby. Samuel L. Jackson was a baby in this film. He was forty eight. And he was forty eight. The same with Gina Davis was forty in this.
2: He was born in
0: 1948. Yeah. Where yeah,
2: am He's you. seventy-four. Three years old. He was born kids. in Washington D.C. Chocolate City. Okay. And his spouse is named
0: Latanya.
1: And he's Latanya. La-tanya. No. Mm-hmm. Eh, no. She's not Latanya.
0: Okay. I also thought, I also really did love the scene where she kicked Mitch out of the car and he just stayed there.
1: Yes! And I I think Otis
0: Redding was playing in the background and he just waited for her and she came back and he was just laying there smoking. Knowing she was coming back. That was Mm -hmm. great. Mm -hmm. Also another, I think another good reheatable is a super old president with age spots and loose teeth as the president. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's LLJ Cool <laughs> That's my favorite Bidenism. That's <laughs> when he messed up L-L-J- L- I see. I can't even do it. LLJ's name. He's like LLJ Cool Um, and then finally, Ma. I don't. I guess this went under your radar or oh God, over
1: I'm it. Here, I'm really scared right now.
0: It has to do with the old ice skating scene. Yeah. So, so remember, there's the ice skating scene with the daughter as she falls, and she's like, "I hurt my wrist." Mm-hmm. And then the mother was right. like, "You're gonna, you're gonna go in the, and like he, the mom breaks bad, and she's like, There's you know, you gotta you basically
1: life you gotta, is hard.'
0: Yeah, you know, there's no crying in baseball. Stop crying. Get up yeah and you're gonna make it to the end of the shore and then it cuts the the little girl in bed with her wrist in a cast and and Geeta this davis really going. did
1: happen this really did happen in real life i oh, know that's God. why I was, I
0: was laughing so hard i
1: was waiting for you to bring this up this really
0: did happen td so in the movie it cuts to the little girl in the with her cast and gita davis is saying to her fiance she goes. She said her wrist hurt. I didn't know it was fractured. Oh, yeah. Do you know this story? I've heard this story. See, so in in real life,
1: doctors I, out the wazoo.
0: They, I hurt South my voice. South African
1: doctors out the wazoo.
0: But... <laughs> so they see. So they were probably like, she doesn't feel pain the way others do. It's fine. She's fine. I. Here's the thing, though. Was my foot really fractured?
1: The x-ray said it was.
0: Okay, because I...
1: It didn't really hurt. Like, it hurt, but it didn't hurt as bad as... As you thought that it should for the situation you Uh, were in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It felt fun... Like, my foot felt funny, but it didn't... Like, I... Yeah, I was still able to play Nintendo Power Pad. Mm -hmm, I was still... But mm -hmm. I was like, there's something a little off here, whatever. So, I always kind of wondered if you all were just like, just say it's fractured and just put a, tell her that it is and put a cast on it. So she just gets her cast. Cause I was mm-hmm. in a weird period where I, for some reason you did, you cast.
1: had a, you had an ACE bandage on some part of your body that entire year, but we were at a, a, a happy hour. And there were three South African doctors at said happy hour. Like, not just doctors. Like, military doctors. Yeah. And so Aaron hurt her foot and they're going, it it can't uh, like, this is what I would do. This is my advice. Uh, you know, like in the morning, if it's still hurting, I would take her in, but I'm seeing her continuing to be active, continuing to play on the, the Apple pad, whatever. So I'm not thinking it's a big issue. So we took her home she went to sleep the next day she said it still kind of hurts so mansell takes her in and they do an x-ray and it is in fact fractured so of course on monday when she goes to school she writes in her journal my foot was broken but my mom and dad were at happy hour and they didn't take me to the doctor
0: Oh, I was the same age as this girl. I was eight years old. Yes,
1: you were. Yes, you were. I mean, if I could
0: turn back time, of course, I would, like, you know, not throw y'all
1: under the bus. But I was very... They said, elevate the foot overnight. If it's still swollen, if she's still feeling pain, take her in. So we did. We did everything that was advised. I don't even think it was
0: swollen. I don't even remember the pain at all. I just remember, oh, like it feels kind of weird. I don't know. I think I was probably as shocked as anybody that it was
1: You wanted a broken bone that year.
0: It was actually the perfect way because there was no pain at all and it was a brick. Although I didn't want it to be the foot because that turned out sucking.
1: You didn't know. So You wanted a broken arm so you got the attention from the cast but you got a broken foot where you had to deal with crutches and those suckers suck. Well,
0: until I wore out three casts, and then
1: they—they're
0: like we have this new thing called fiberglass, and I was like, ooh, now that's what casts are—is that fiberglass? But back in the day, the bottom—they just kept.
1: Don't we weren't reported to somebody? Oh wow, she just came in and said on in her journal in her own handwriting, "This girl who can't read." I broke my foot and my parents were at happy hour and they didn't take me to the doctor. <laughs> Wait a second though. How was I able to write that if I couldn't read? Well, this is how you had somebody like Pat Ashton who could read the hieroglyphics that you had written. Cause only Pat Ashton could read those hieroglyphics and actually, yeah. Yeah, so that was uh, such a fun year. That was a, that was a, that was a that great was a, reheatable. That was mm. fun. That. <laughs> but but
0: did you go to the beach in that cast? No, because remember we were driving, we were
1: leaving Kansas and okay, on the way stop out. Right, stop right now. We're not going to do that on uh, on the podcast. We're not going to say what happened because other people could look at that as potentially <laughs> so, not the best so, choice to make. Oh, so No. To answer your question, <laughs> I did not go to the beach with the cast on.
0: The Be cast okay. was
1: taken off. We went to the beach, and then we moved on to Germany.
0: I don't even... Did we go to the beach that year? I don't know if we went to the beach that year. I don't think we did. Maybe we didn't. Because we were in Kansas, and I think we just went straight to Ohio
1: and Kentucky.
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. So, so there <clears> you <throat> So now we're to quotables, yes? Mm -hmm. Tell her I don't steal them locally. That was Samuel L. Jackson with his son who would bring him presents. And then the son was like, I can't accept the present because mom is going to go to the police and see if anybody has told
2: him. Yeah, he had brought him a bike and then he was like... Mom called the local bike shop to see if there had been a
0: robbery. Why would she do that, though? I'm kind of like, look, lady, this goes back to my um, nerd alerts and um, reparations.
1: Yeah, but, okay, so she is trying to not raise a child who is going to think that stealing things is okay. So dad gets him a Schwinn bicycle that is stolen. She's not going to let him keep it. And that that young man had the, <clears throat> the 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 sense of mind to be able to say, this is a really cool gift, Dad. But you know, if I take it in the house, it's going to be a whole issue. I really appreciate you giving it to me, but we're going to leave it here. I mean, that's causing kids to grow up
0: it's before they too should. Old.
1: Yeah, but. Uh, he learned, he had learned a lesson early that was like, let's keep everything copacetic. Mm -hmm. No,
0: let's hide things from mom. Mm.
1: But he didn't take it. He didn't take it and hide it. He said, thank you for the gift.
0: Yeah, but when he goes out and he needs to put a little bit of money in here. You know what? Roy Wood Jr. was on Merrow's new podcast, Victory Light, and they had a very interesting conversation. He is amazing. And he He's got brilliant. he got into trouble with um credit card fraud.
1: Oh, I bet.
0: And the reason why is it's it's a very it just lis, be, listening to that before having seen this film, that kind of colored how I how I thought of it. And I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Because he knew um, how his mother was struggling with the finances and stuff, being a single mother. And um, after his father passed away, and um, he was like, I'm not going to go. Like, I know that she doesn't have that kind of money, like, you know, to give me stuff. So I'm not going to burden her with it. So I need to figure out a way to get those things. And it wasn't, it was very knucklehead of him. And he's not like, he's definitely like, oh. I mean, things could have gone way, way left for both him and Meryl. But it was just a very interesting thing of, like, we can see, like, oh, there's a thing where it, a path in the movie where, yeah, this kid, that's the lesson that he takes. Or this kid takes this other lesson of, well, this is how the, the world works, and mm-hmm. I need to be able to do these things. Um, So I'm, like, like maybe making somebody better at being doing bad things, like the unintentional consequent, unintentional yeah. consequences is mm-hmm. kind of what I'm getting to, where you think that you're by showing your son, these like these steps and that, you know, you never really know because everybody's a person and how they process information and the lessons that they take from it. You don't have any control over that. That's, That's just wild. So
1: it is true. Okay. Um, Life is pain, get used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, that's what I said. To my foot. Is that kind of, is that kinda of how I raised you? Yeah. No, what
2: <laughs> well, I was I, raised, so Seems I mean similar.
0: Yeah, but I like what would it work the extent. other way? Yeah, but you weren't you were also very caring and showed affection and told us you were proud of us and like all of those things. So it wasn't, the, you know, showered us with love, but also like, hey, guess what? The world isn't here to make you happy. <laughs> like, you know,
1: yeah, learn it now, babe. Yeah. Chefs do that every <laughs> time she did something weird with a knife. Chefs do that. I I love that. I haven't seen it on Bear. I haven't seen it. Okay. I'm in the goddamn PTA. I remember (laughs) sitting in Hayfield Elementary's cafeteria the the year you went into kindergarten, and Poppy and I were sitting there at the first PTA meeting, and I was like, holy fucking shit, we are in the PTA. (laughs) So
0: that was, you were like in you were younger than 35 then. That's just wild to think about.
1: <laughs> yeah. That was before Adam. It was like, no, he would have been a year old. It was like, how did we get here from where we were? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So like as a 32, 33 year old. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is so funny. Yeah. <laughs> like Rory's in the PTA now.
1: Yes. It's crazy. The first time that you actually realize this is the PTA parent teacher association I'm, I'm way too cool to be sitting in the PTA
0: Well, well now it's it, from the internet, it's it's the Wild Wild West. It's yeah. the OK well, Corral. Yeah. So
1: it, it is indeed. It is indeed. Uh, Cuz the parents are taking over. Well, okay. Uh taken over the schools if you don't have a strong administrator to go wait i am i'm the sheriff.
0: i'm the captain
1: <laughs> yeah i am the captain now yeah it gets crazy um uh, my quotables so mm-hmm. did you have more um
2: i had may the best of your past be the sorry may the best of your past be the best of your future
1: Oh, that's uh, nice. Like
2: that. mm-hmm. Wait, maybe it's may the best of your past be the worst of your future. That's what it's supposed
1: to be. I wrote okay, it down Okay, let's wrong. go with the other way. I think like the other way better. No,
2: because then your future's not going to get any better. It's well, may that's
1: the, true. May that's the best true.
2: of your past be the worst of your future. That yes, yes, yes. Only we're be only better.
1: going up. Oh. We're yeah. only going up. Okay.
0: Oh. She's Just think thinking. about the now. <laughs> no, that's not how I. I'm, I'm
1: trying, Eckhart. I'm trying.
2: um <laughs> humbug. No, look out the window and shut up. I have that. <laughs> look out the window and shut up. Mm. That made me laugh. And then the Samuel L. Jackson, you can't kill me, motherfuckers.
1: That's right. That's <laughs> right. Blood coming out of everything.
0: I like when she's Charlie now and she's like, Samantha had the kid, not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then her daughter did it made me laugh. I was probably crying the first time I saw this though. When she she's at the end and she likes the daughter thinks that she died and the daughter delivers the Don't You Die on me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, she was
0: like, "There's no crying." She basically gave her the ice reek speech. Mm-hmm. That was funny. Um, and then I have like Mitch's last thing that he says on to a, again a very young looking Larry King on Larry King Live. Yeah, that's true. He said, "I'm always frank and earnest with women. Uh, in New York, I'm frank. In Chicago, I'm earnest." Oh yeah. And I didn't have. I couldn't find the the great comeback that she had on the with the um with the
1: jogger. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't either. I looked up quotes from this movie and it wasn't on there. So there you go. Well, you want you have to watch it to find out. Exactly. And do yourself a favor and do watch two hours. It's two hours. My LVP is that money corrupts, and this time it wasn't money for self gain, but it was money to um line the coffers of the groups that wanted more money for their the,
0: the CIA so, how yeah, the, the
1: anti-terrorism
0: CIA. yeah, but then that it's tough because then you're like maybe maybe we should have but then according to what I've heard, they kind of they had the chatter, so it wasn't you know, it's just kind of it would be real easy to be like, see we should have but it's like maybe, but maybe they yeah, did have. Yeah. The information they needed.
1: (laughs) That's that's heavy. Your LVP.
0: My
2: LVP is getting dunked into ice cold water. I put, I, uh, what? No, that's not the same. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I did a Tough mutter one time that was, Awful for a lot of reasons, but in the very like one of the things is you have to go down a slide into like freezing cold water. Just not for me. I can mentally prepare for the ice plunge at the cold plunge at like the spa, because then Mm -hmm. you can go into the sauna right afterwards or
0: something. Mm -hmm.
1: Like
0: you're against ice water for torture.
1: Yeah. And that was
0: real. They were really doing that. Like Samuel L.
2: Jackson. And, yeah. and he said that, like, they had to do it multiple times. Um, I can't remember what he equated it to. What? They had to make a hot tub for them to get into right afterwards or
1: in, in the water or something. I just know when I go into the ocean, it actually takes my takes breath, breath away. away. It takes your breath away. You cannot breathe. No. Yeah. Yeah. Until I pee, and then it warms up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I have, for my LVP, is the Timothy character. He was such a dick. I don't even know what his motivations are. for. That's why I'm very vague in what the whole plan was. Yeah, Timothy was time, the dude whose
1: eyes looked like the daughter's eyes? Yeah. Okay. It, okay. it was that guy. The, the Chandler the bad, B. guy. Yeah. The dude. Okay. Because
0: every time I saw him, and I saw, just saw his face... I was just like, I don't even know what he is because all I'm thinking is, what a dick! This guy yeah. is such a dick. Right. Oh my! Every time his face came up on, and he will just, which is good on him for being a great actor, I guess, and really selling the character. You did cause
1: because nobody liked it. I he was, was like, uh, he was a dick.
0: I want to know, like, what was was Charlie raped by him, or did like? Did she just she, she just had a few and she was just like ah whatever it was all part of her um no she was in the CIA and she's a spy like that wasn't her that wasn't part of her her cover or anything they were like coworkers and then she like figured I think I think it's that she then figured out what that whole honeymoon thing was mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: and that's why they had to put an end to her so. I don't know.
1: But that was my LVP. My MVP was the plot Mm. and the fact that we had the female being the BMF. Mm -hmm. And stuck with it, even though the studio wanted that to change. Yeah, they wanted it to be, like, change it to a male
0: lead, and I think Sylvester Stallone and somebody else were... Steven Seagal.
1: Yeah.
0: Good so, God. What's the Steven Seagal joint? Oh, oh.
2: My runner up was the action scenes, specifically when everyone would get thrown out of windows. I thought those were great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They Ran. outran
0: an explosion. That
2: was hilarious. Yeah. But my actual MVP is Gina Davis and Samuel L. Jackson tied together because I thought they were both so great.
1: Yes.
0: And I thought they had a great chemistry. I agree. I agree same my honorable mention is the songs used in the film um i started taking note when i was like is that many rivers to cross by jimmy cliff but then i looked up it's not on the soundtrack so that's why i said the films the songs used in the film you had lady marmalade Mm -hmm, by uh bring it on home to me by otis Reddy. Manish Boy, Muddy Waters, I was like, damn, they got mm-hmm. some joints on here. But bad. my my real MVP, and this goes back to something that Tini has said twice so far in this podcast, the person who yelled in a test screening. So there was a test screening, and in that first test screening, they actually kill off Mitch Hennessy. <gasps> VP is the person who yelled in the test screening, "You can't kill Sam Jackson." Exactly.
1: Yes. Sam, no die.
0: It is that person. Cause yeah, thank God for them.
1: Yeah. Out. Okay. I did not do a recasting. I felt like this was current enough, but I'm. Really old. Well, Samuel L. Jackson wants a sequel.
0: So, I don't understand why the man who is the biggest, who has brought in the most money in the history of films, can't get, if he says he wants to make a sequel,
1: why we can't make this happen? exactly. Exactly.
0: He's Samuel L. fucking Jackson. Give him a motherfucking sequel.
1: That's right.
0: And you would have, this character was eight, so what is that, 1988? That they were born. Like the daughter. If she was born in 1988. The daughter would be like 35. That's prime right. Yeah. There's plenty of actresses now.
1: That that uh, Gina Davis would be teaching her shit. As she's yeah, growing up. Exactly. Much like Fargo this season. Juno. Whatever her name is. Is teaching her daughter. How to defend herself. Yeah. Against <laughs> what's coming.
0: We get Samuel L. Jackson, we get Gina Davis, and we get an actress who's, like, in her mid-30s. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what, to quote my
1: father, what the problem is. <laughs> 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 okay, so we're to Tasties. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tini alluded to it. This is uh, Samuel L. Jackson's favorite role. Mm-hmm. The ice skating scene originally was supposed to end with Sam doing. Now, if you're a if you're an ice skating aficionado, well, not even. But you watch ice skating, you know that the double axel is like the shit. So it was supposed to end with her doing a double axel flip oh, wow. and simultaneously firing over her upside down head. But they couldn't get the green screen to make it look real enough. I know Syria Bonalee, she would do back flips. Yes.
0: But I don't understand what a double axle flip is.
1: Well, I can't tell you except that I would be going, holy shit, that was good.
0: And they tried to with all this rigging and stuff. And then they were finding like, we just can't.
1: Yeah. They 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 couldn't. It It was too low. It was a bridge too far. Originally, Mitch and Sam's backstories were much darker. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I alluded to that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gina Davis was the first female actress to say in a film, Suck my dick. Oh, shit. And for that, Tasty Teddy, she is my year. Wow. (laughs) Female Actress of the Year, 23. Suck my dick. (laughs) Say it again, Ma. Suck my dick. (laughs) Those are my tasties. I thought I ended on a high. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't have any. I
0: alluded to them already. I have that, the license plate, RFK 575, that, that was when Samuel Jackson, he, like, looked up, and he saw the yeah. car, and he saw the, because I saw RFK 575, it, I, I noticed it, I didn't have time to, like, look this up, but, uh, but I'm sure it's in, there's probably legend of it because that same license plate was used in the Wolf of Wall Street, Zoolander and Final Destination. Right. That's all I
1: saw about it. I knew RFK, Robert Fitzgerald Kennedy. Mm -hmm. And then I was, yeah. Um, Rennie Harlan and Gina Davis.
0: So, um, what's his face? Shane Black sold the movie and he was like, all right, great. They're going to go make it. And then Rennie, um, yeah, Rennie Harlan and Gina Davis. They were contractually required to make Cutthroat Island first.
1: Oh. Yeah. So they
0: had to make Cutthroat so Island wait, first.
1: This was after they she knew that he had impregnated her No. They were still married.
0: No. Oh okay, no. okay, okay. Because that happened, they got divorced in nineteen ninety eight, so Oh, okay, okay. I think this was in I think they didn't they say that they got married in ninety five. So this was probably when No, they got married in '93. Right. So this was three years in. Still honeymoon time. Mm Mhm. Um. Sam. So you know her name was Samantha Kane, but Sam Kane is an anagram of amnesiac. Amnesiac. Um, Okay. Mm Mhm. And Gina Davis and Rennie Harlan checked how long she could hold her breath underwater in their bathtub.
1: And, and you, so, know, you know she you put know, that yeah. to the nth degree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. You know she's like started training and was like, what are the you know, what do the navy SEALs use for breath holding techniques yeah. and all of
1: that? You know she did that. Because I hold my like if I've seen this film, then I'm holding my breath and seeing how long I make it. I'm dead. I'm gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> yeah. No. Not so long.
0: So this was—it's such a fun film. It should,
1: it's a—it's so a fun. great I loved it. action
2: film. It's in a con- its a contender
1: for my top. My mine too. Really. And
0: this is this is before um, like this is before we had like in 2000 we had the Charlie's Angels movie. This is before Charlize Theron was the, you know kicking exactly, ass and taking names. Yeah. This
1: was, you know, this was before Gina Davis. Angelina being, Jolie was firing roundy 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 round what's that yeah uh,
0: i don't like salt maybe but it was um and also because she she was both she was both a mom and mm-hmm. you know this person who was just this kick-ass assassin and she just effortlessly goes between both of them and it's, it's pretty believable. It's very fun. Samuel L. Jackson is hilarious. It's just- There are
1: things in it that you, you could go, if you oh. were the curmudgeon, you could go, <laughs> they could not outrun that explosion. They could not <laughs> hold their breath that long. They could not. But just go into it going, this is fun. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is going to be fun. And I really love that they didn't have a a romantic thing between Samuel L. Jackson and Gina Davis. Cause you could fall in love with someone but not be romantic with them. Yeah. But want to want their life to go on and and yeah.
0: They, I think Gina Davis said that it like it was a partnership. Like they were yes. partners. Yes. And so that that was cool. But then it's also like the thing of um, we also don't want to like let Hollywood get like oh because it worked in this instance for the best that they get a pass you know they like, no it, it's like, they don't yeah it's there's a re- like the reason the reason that they aren't romantic happens to work better for the film it but it isn't yeah. because it worked better for the film it's because of cast that they didn't it have is. a romantic thing and that in this case the the clock was right twice a day you know, how the yeah. clock yeah, is, right? twice a like, day. It yeah. happened to make a better film because they weren't able to because right. of cast. But right. it's still cast.
1: Exactly. So, okay, this is Sunday the 10th? Yeah, so
2: our next pod will be our end-of-year award ceremony.
1: <gasps> mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So we're going to do that when there it is we don't we haven't planned it yet we have not planned
2: but you probably won't hear from us until next year
1: yeah 24
0: oh happy holidays <laughs> happy new year
1: Happy New Year!
0: Hope you uh, have have a great time with the same... safe and happy holidays. Exactly,
1: because <laughs> we are going to. Have Seasons, a great greetings, time. Season's greetings! Season's mm-hmm. greetings! Season's greetings! Love to everyone, and you know you're used to us just you know flying off the cuff. So we'll see you the next time. Well, you'll hear us the next time you hear us. Yeah. <gasps> Bye. bye bye, bye.